I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Robert Ortegon. This is Collateral Cinema. Welcome to Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters, where we focus on good movies, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, be it dabs, be it blunts, be it joints, be it bongs, whatever, smoke it if you've got it. What's up, Robert Ortegon? Oh, nothing much, just... I'm getting off work. Oh, yeah. We just got off of work here, and we are continuing our 420 special, even though 420 has passed. It's already you know? I mean, I'm still, I'm still fucking high as shit, you know? I think the whole month is 420. The whole, yeah, yeah, this whole enti- entire month is pretty much 420. Well I, mean, I mean, pretty much. I mean, we just watch stoner movies, get high, you know, talk about them on the podcast, you know, movies like How High and... Super Troopers 2 and the first Super Troopers movie, which we have on right now. We're currently playing Super Troopers. Yeah, the first Super Troopers. But this is our first at the theater episode, actually. We actually went to the theaters to see the new Super Troopers 2. That's right. The, this is written by uh, the guys in Broken Lizard. It's uh, directed by Jay Shandrakasar. I think that's how you... Yeah, that's... I think that's how you pronounce his name. I mean, forgive me if... I can't pronounce it either. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everybody thinks he's Mexican in this goddamn movie, in both of these movies, but no, he he most certainly is not. Um, I mean, what what was uh, your take on this movie, especially seeing it in the theater first run? You know, I guess I was going to expect it if it was going to live up to the original, you know? Oh, definitely. And it, it certainly did. Oh, I, I think it, so. It uh. more than uh, fucking lived up to the original. Like, I mean, it, it was a laugh riot, honestly. A bit joke cracking. Like, I mean, and it even like, kind of uh, played against uh, your own expectations about what they may or may not do in this movie. I mean, in some ways it was kind of predictable, but in other ways they kind of played that to their advantage and they threw something different out to the uh, to their audience. They certainly did. Oh, man. Like, I mean, I really just had a great time, man. I mean, that that was the first time I've actually been out to a movie theater in ages, really? actually. Yeah. I, think, I think maybe the last time I actually went to see a movie, it was at at the same theater that we went to to see this one, and it was the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. Really? 
Yeah, I saw that first run, day that it came out, in a uh, matinee, and man, there was nobody else in that theater. <laughs> it, it was so perfect, and it was such a great experience. You know, I was able to laugh out loud. I was able to bullshit, you know, with a few other people that was that were in the theater. You ever had an experience like that? Um, I think with the Dumb and Dumber movie, I think it was funny. Oh, yeah, there was barely anybody, barely anybody there. there Wh- which Dumb and Dumber film? It was When Harry Met Lloyd. Oh, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can see why. That one's kind of eh. It's like, oh, this is stupid as shit. Oh, man, that's such a dumb film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that it's... I don't, think, I don't even think that it's a good movie just to... Uh, get stoned to you know i think it was too bad really i mean shia labeouf popped up in there it was funny yeah that was pretty interesting you know not too bad but they made their characters more retarded like <laughs> yeah special ed <laughs> yeah but i mean this this movie in the theater man i mean it we saw it with practically a full theater didn't we yeah we did and man i mean the audience was great Everybody was just there to laugh and have a good time. I mean, it, it was 420. That's when this movie came out, 420. Day. And you could just tell everybody was just blitzed. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some people vaping some uh, dabs up in there. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, man, we should have done that, honestly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, just popped into the bathroom real quick. Just It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, we got high. Yeah. We got super high, man. I mean that that was that was a great experience. I mean, it got me at, it got me into the movie theater for the first time in ages, and I mean, it, it's something to look forward to. And I look forward to doing more episodes like this. You know, we're going to try to do more first run movies. Yeah, hopefully we can get a seat. Shit. Oh yeah, you know? I mean they they have the uh, whole thing where you're like reserving seats, like you're mm-hmm. at a concert or something. Credit card all over the phone. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> Pretty much, man. It's like it's like dealing with fucking Ticketmaster now. Shit, dude. Yeah, I mean seriously. But overall, it was a great movie to see with a bunch of people in a theater. I mean, everybody was just laughing their ass off. Like e- even. Even starting off, like before the movie began, like remember there was those Wingstop commercials oh, that yeah. kept on getting trippier and trippier. It was it was so obvious that they were fucking with stoners. Shit. Oh man, it was so fucking obvious. I was just like, I think I even said it out loud. It's like, no, they're just fucking with the stoners, man. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to go to Wingstop. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> like mean, White I'm, Castle or something. I, I'm vegetarian, so I'm not gonna go to a fucking Wingstop. Like, I would. I'll go to a Payway. Because I can at least get something to eat there, but yeah. you know, Taco um, Cabana, Taco that thats where we went to Taco Cabana. Taco Cabana. Ooh, three cheese enchilada plate with black beans, beef fajitas. Oh man, Corona. that that, sh- that shit hit the fucking spot at a Corona. I, I, I think I had a I had a Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah. Nacho oh plate. man, Jesus. some queso with some queso, <laughs> some chips, and some salsa. <laughs> oh man we're stoned right now and i think i wish we could just go and munch out again that that was fun that was a lot of fun man and i'm sure that our listeners have all kinds of great experiences going to the theater you know it may be even some shitty ones too yeah. like if if anybody wants to tell the story you can uh give us a uh you can tweet at us or you can go on the facebook comments on the Podbean. you like you know? us or you hate us you either like us or you hate us, exactly. 
I, I don't know. People are still listening to us. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last episode, so last I checked, had almost eight or nine views so far. Oh, so, yeah. Somebody's watching. <laughs> yeah. But, man, the sequel to, to Super Troopers, man, I mean... We're we're gonna, we're not gonna spoil anything, of course. I mean, there were some uh, great the, some great scenes that were uh, shown in the uh, in the trailer. Like for instance, the Mounties, you know, with old, with old Will Sasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's in the trailer. In you the know. opening, Sean Williams got when they pull the tour bus oh over. Oh my dude. god. <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we, we're not going to go too far into that, but that oh, is spoiler. something. That's a spoiler, sorry. Yeah, no, it's not too much of a spoiler, but I mean, it it really, the way that it plays out is really, really clever. Actually. I think, he, I think he, sh- he showed up in the trailer, so. He, yeah, he was in the trailer. I mean, I think yeah. everybody thought that he was going to be like the yeah. main character or something. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the opening scene is really some of the funniest shit that I've seen in a while, honestly. Like, that's great stuff, man. But, I mean, just to go into the Silverado 16 Theater in San Antonio, Texas, let's give a little, you know, plug for them. You know, it, it's it's a decent theater. Good you know, theater. It's a good theater. I mean, the seats were pretty okay, I guess. But yeah. even, even up front, I mean, it was still a very easy movie to watch. I mean, it was still just a laugh riot, just as much as the first one, like... But right now, this is uh, we're at the scene with Rabbit and uh, Farva. They're in the garage for the first time. That's hilarious. Un, deux, trois, let's do it. They've been waiting for a second chance. Waiting for their country to need them again. That time is meow. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Farva, that's a bald eagle. Get a wig, baldy! Yeah! Guys, what do I win? A one-way ticket to hell. It turns out the French-Canadian town, St. George du Laurent, is actually on American soil. You'll be phasing out a Canadian Mountie unit. Best behavior, boys. Not our idea of a good time either, fellas. Personally, I'd rather fuck a moose. You would need a ladder to do that. Wow. Let's give a big Canadian welcome to the Vermont Highway Patrol. Come on, guys. They've come up here to tell us how great it's going to be for all of us to become Americans. Do neither of you speak English? I do. We would like to eat your papers. Can you show me your party papers? This time everything will be by the book. Everything. What the fuck are you guys doing? Great, Tim. Morgan's ghost. We're going to get for you guys. Whole beer, leader of cola. What did you say? Do you want a leader of cola? Canada's pretty awesome. Don't do that. Should I shoot him? Who? Father? No! Frederick Jacques Fout, Catcher, Luke Robert, I D'Artagnan, Perrier, Friend, Tark, and Don Pinot, Buster, Parfait. Oh, the toilette! Oh, the doodadé! The budget of these 
movies, uh, Robert? Like, what was what was the budget of the first one? First one was like, I think the first one was like five million or three million. Five million or three million? Really? Yeah. Wow. No it, way. Grossed, it grossed over, or yeah, when it hits the the box office, it was like thirty two point two. Really? And that's a pretty good return yeah. for a movie like that, especially around that time. I mean, this came out, uh, it was originally uh, produced in 2001. It was released in 2002. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a pretty good reception. I mean, it kind of makes you wonder why it took 17 years for them to make a sequel. What, I mean, why is it that the, the $3 million studio, dollar budget, that's confirmed. $3 million budget. It's like, yeah. and they made how much? 30-something? 32.0 million. That's a heck of a return. You know, even even though this is for all intents and purposes a uh, an independent movie, I mean that's, I mean this this could very well be like one of the more successful independent comedies of all time. Then you know, I mean that's sorry twenty. Can we do that again? Oh uh, no! How how much is it actually? Twenty three point two million. Twenty three point two. Okay, yeah, that's sorry. a correction, everybody. Twenty three point two million. I did not have my phone. I'm sorry. It's all good. We'll we'll keep that in there just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Robert. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> all right, everybody, we, we got high again for this episode. Okay. We, we, so. This is a 420 friendly podcast. We get high so we can bring you the hilarity whenever we try to review these movies. Right? Right, Robert? Yeah, we try to do what we can. Yeah, we try. We try. So what was the budget of the second movie? Like, th- this was a movie that was uh, funded by Kickstarter initially. Like, they actually uh, kind of gave a sweet deal on Kickstarter where people could actually get advanced tickets, like, before the movie was even made. And the uh, people actually came in and uh, they uh, g- gave money to them for this. Like, wh- what do you think about that? I think that's, yeah. Oh, they waited too long, though, really. Yeah. Yeah, they they really did, but I mean, even so, I mean, they they got the initial uh, budget from Kickstarter, and then the, they went to th- this was made by Paramount, right? Uh, this is not Paramount. This is a, uh, I think it's like Fox. Fox. Light, oh, Lighthouse. Fox Searchlight. That's Searchlight right. Studios. Sorry, everybody. Fox Searchlight, and I mean, they they initially gave uh, the rest of the money for the production, and they were able to actually shoot the script and get everything done. But I mean. It, it's really interesting. Like, this is pretty much how movies are made nowadays. I mean, of course, people are putting more money into, like, television now. But, I mean, filmmakers, they kind of have to go to Kickstarter in order to get the uh, seed money for their projects now, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just looking up some stuff right now. <laughs> it's a $5 million budget. I'm just looking at the box office, really. $5 million budget? You on IMDb there, buddy? I'm on Google search. You should be on IMDb, yeah. bro. Or at least Rotten Tomatoes. Or Wikipedia or something. <laughs> Wikipedia something, bro. Something Jeez, man. So many so many resources when it comes to movies and stuff. I mean, there's just no excuse, Robert. No, there really isn't. There's no fucking excuse, man. No, there isn't. God damn it. This, this is what happens when we get high, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Happy fucking 420. Oh, my God. So the audience reception versus the critic reception of this movie, like both the first movie and this movie are quite interesting, isn't it? Like the Rotten Tomatoes is like what? Like for the first movie, it's like 23% or something like that, right? Yeah, I think so. Like 23. And the, and out of the 52, uh, right? Or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, 
the audience reception for that, of course, was much higher because, I mean, people just love this this movie. They love the original film. I mean, it's it's an infinitely watchable movie with great characters, you know, much like How High, you know? I mean, it's kind of comparable to that, right? Sorry I'm late. Hit a moose to a 90. Vaporize the biatch. You know they have Eskimo hookers up here? When they have sex, they really get Inuit. <laughs> Pele! Oh, yeah, damn it. Whatever you fuck. Back in business. Oh shit, who are these? I can't feel my tits. So far, they've taken in the domestic $16,151,953,000. Jesus Christ, man. On a production budget of $13.5 million. No. That is really, really, really crazy. And what, what does IMDb rate this at? Huh. Oh, well, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Damn it. We're just trying to have fun, too. We're just trying to have fun, man. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, dude. I mean, we, we, uh, we're just trying to, to get high and score score babes. Talk to babes. We're trying to talk to girls on and shit. On the internet. On the internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I have, a, I, I have a, a, a Badoo profile. That's where I find my female smoking companions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got fake abs. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean the audiences for these movies. I mean, I mean we 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 saw it firsthand, you know, at the the theater. People were laughing their asses off to this, and it was a pretty full theater. Yeah, I know you didn't stop laughing either. Oh no, oh man, I was I was crazy about it, man. Yeah. Like I was just going off it's on like everything because shit. yeah, I mean it's it the comedy it was pretty well written. I mean yeah, it's a little vulgar, like the critics kind of said. I mean I think that was a common. Uh, a common criticism of both the first movie and this one is that the comedy is a little vulgar, but that's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's vulgar, but it's also very well written. So that's kind of done in a fresh, unique ways, you know, that's kind of like, especially in the first movie, you know, like, like, like remember the scene where uh, they had, they're trying to distract the cops where homeboy has the costume where it looks like he's fucking the bear. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, something Jeez. like that. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. And everything. It's a nasty concept, but the way that they wrote it, the the way that they shot it, the way it's acted, it's it's a lot different than whatever what other um, what other comedy troops or whatever what other directors would do. You know, exactly. It's very very different, and that's that's kind of why it's still a very endearing film. Like you said, I think yeah. we need to be vulgar now because there's a lot of other people pushing the. Alternative comedy, like oh, of they're, re- they're reaching for the stars. With yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you Jesus. gotta, you gotta kind of push the boundaries a little yeah. bit, you know. Like Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, like Workaholics and there stuff you go. like that. Workaholics, oh, uh, Trailer Park Boys. Now they're doing episodes where they're like out of the park and going to Europe. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Amsterdam. There's an Amsterdam episode. It's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But I mean, critics, they kind of. Uh, they kind of come down uh, hard on both of these films, right? Yeah, they do. Like the critic receptions, they're uh, rotten on Rotten Tomatoes mostly. 
I mean, but it's like, I mean, it's it's their job to do that. I mean, they kind of have to. Yeah. Right. And of course, I mean, nobody's saying that these movies are fucking criterion worthy films, you know? I mean, I'll make a case that something like Freddy Got Fingered should be on Criterion. But these <laughs> movies, not so much. But even so, there's still great cult stoner comedies, you know, very yeah. much like How High or Half-Baked. National you know? Lampoons or something. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, it's like we were watching a uh, interview with them, and they said something about them have mainly having uh, – mostly fans who are stoners and cops, you know, it's like diametric opposites of that spectrum. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's just uh, how awesome the humor is written, how it actually appeals to people, you know, Either cops and stoners, <laughs> cops and stoners, you know, like one of the dudes, I think it was a uh, dude that plays Mac. He was talking about how cops are just saying like, yeah, we play these same games that y'all played in the movie. <laughs> it's like meow. Like yeah. that whole thing is like if somebody started if one of those cops started doing that to me I'd be like oh ho, 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 ho. y'all can just go ahead and write me my ticket <laughs> you guys you guys are good but then again you know I'm a white person so I can kind of say that to them I guess. yeah I mean I look suspicious because <laughs> I don't know why I've been told so oh you've been told so oh yeah mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. At least my eyes. I got the... the I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we certainly love these movies and audiences do as well. But before we go any further, we do kind of need to go into the first movie actually, you know? I mean, it's another one of those movies that everybody has kind of uh, kind of watched over and over and over again so many times, you know, very much like something like How High or Half-Baked, like especially when you're talking about just getting high and watching a movie, you know? Like I can't tell you how many times I've turned on Super Troopers and just rolled up some blunts and got high, you know? <laughs> I mean, how, how about you, man? What, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, every time a... I'll, I'll only see it like once in a while, really. I'll see it on TV because I, do, I don't have the copy either. Oh, yeah? But yeah. It's always a great time every time we watch the first one. <laughs> oh, man, it's always good times, you know. I mean, like, the, the overall plot and everything, you know, where, I mean, they're just kind of a failing uh, highway patrol, you know. Like, they're constantly competing with the uh, with the local cops, and then they uncover a, a drug ring that uh, turns into something that unveils corruption at the highest levels of city government. And it's like Johnny Chimpo logo, the Johnny Chimpo logo. (laughs) Isn't he literally like jacking off and uh, bananas? (laughs) Oh my God. It's like that. That is a classic logo. Like that's the broken lizard logo, right? At least the more vulgar version of it. But yeah, there's the whole uh, Afghanistan animation thing about with Johnny Chimpo. It's like, which was just an excuse to show that weird ass, uh, uh, cartoon. <laughs> I, I still can't make out what the hell goes on in that cartoon. Like, I, I think that there's a, uh, there's an extra scene, like a deleted scene or everything where they just uh, show it without uh, the, without the sound. They just show the animation. It's like, man, it's even weirder. Like out of context. Was it all in Spanish? <laughs> they were watching it in Spanish, right? No, they were something like that, or it was in its original uh, Afghani. Oh, like, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, remember, it's Afghanistan animation, 
But yeah, I mean, that movie is a laugh riot in its own right. I mean, so many memorable scenes, you know. Like, like I, I love the actual opening scene there. You know, like where they're just fucking with those gr- uh, that little group of stoners. Three stoners on vacation or something. Yeah. I mean, I love it. We get no context for what's going on. I mean, these guys are just driving around with a bunch of weed and shrooms on them, and they just encounter these uh, highway patrolmen who happen to be fucking jackasses. Well, I mean... I think they were trying to get to Canada, too, right? <laughs> yeah, they were trying to get to Canada and have a nice little weekend and... Uh, in a place where drugs are mostly legal, I could be wrong there, but dun, dun, dun. I'm guessing they're from that's New York, and then the borderline of Canada's like right there too. Well, this uh, takes place in Vermont, right? Vermont, okay. Yeah, it's, I mean it's generally in that area. I mean it's a hop and a skip away. Those are fairly Vermont. small states on the East Coast, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is that it totally has that East Coast vibe to it, you know. Like very white bread kind of, you know, you know, kind of everyone's very unassuming. I mean, every everyone on this uh, on this uh, trooper on this trooper patrol. I mean, they just they just don't seem like actual cops to me, man. Like, it, like Reno nine one one or something. Yeah, it's like how could you if you were pulled over by these guys? How could you really take them seriously? I tried not to laugh the whole fucking time. Really. Oh, seriously, man. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, is that they'd still have the authority to fuck with you if you laughed, because <laughs> you know that's exactly what they would do. That's exactly what they would fucking do, man. They'd be like, "Why are you laughing, son? Why are uh, you laughing?" I don't know, sir. Just then they take 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 out the goddamn uh, Mac light and flash it right in your eyes. Like, why are you laughing? So dumb, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the games that they play in this, I mean, like we said earlier, actual cops are have admitted to playing this, that shit, man. It's like, oh, man, if cops fucked with me like that and I was stoned enough, I think I would probably have the balls to fuck, fuck back with them, you know, a little bit. I mean, just, once, just a little bit. Once again, I'm white. I could probably get away with it. Let's not beat around the bush there. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get away with it, unfortunately. But, man, I mean, if any cops tried to pull this shit on me, it's I'm just being like, are you guys serious? Really? Really? I mean, first, first of all, great movie. Second of all, really? Is that the same car, man? Do, do I look high? Yeah. Just lick it or something. All right. Be cool, be cool. License and registration. Uh, officer, I know that... Uh, License and registration, please. It's too rich. You know how fast you were going? What? How fast you were going. Uh, 65. 63. Officer, isn't isn't the speed limit 65? Yeah, it is. Where are you boys headed? Canada. Canada. We're going over the border to Canada for some french fries and gravy, sir. Poutine. 
Canada, huh? Almost made it. Are you okay? Yeah, sure. Yes, sir? Yes, sir. Now, did you say yes, sir? I think he said, yeah, sure. What'd you say, man? What, well, I said, yeah, sure. But well, literally what I said was, yeah, sure, sir. So you are okay, then? Yes, sir. You smell something, rabbit? Fear. Now hand over that registration. Yes, sir. My mother's gonna kill me. about to pull out my nine and put a cap in that pig's ass. you i mean have you ever had uh, cops fuck with you like that um mostly i get a little nervous when they pull me over too and i guess yeah. they fuck with you just because they see that you're nervous a little bit uh, oh of course you know yeah. they're, they're gonna kind of dig it in a little bit yeah you know but then there's the whole stoner angle the fact that they find a huge stash of marijuana in a uh, in a truck that's supposed to be like a soap truck yeah I mean, and, and that's, that's the other angle of this movie, which is why we're doing it for the 420 podcast, is, you know, these guys are straight stoners, man. And it's like, how the hell did these guys become troopers? Same beer fest guys. Yeah, of, of course, man. Love these guys. But, I mean, how do, how do guys like this become cops, you know? I mean, th- th- there's some guys even in our local uh, police force that you're wondering is like, what the fuck is this dude Why doing? are they even cops? <laughs> why, are you, why are you even cops? How did you get here? No. You know, and I'm sure everybody out there, they probably have that, a few of those cops in their hometown that are kind of like that in their community, you know? No. I mean, we're, of course, we're not bad-mouthing cops. It's just like, you know, there's always going to be those cops where it's just like, man, what do you, how did you get here, dude? <laughs> how the fuck... You know, even even some prison guards that are like that. Like, I know at least one, and it's like, geez, how did you get here, Holmes? <laughs> Once again. Oh, man, and right now we are at the scene where they pull over the German couple, you know. Driving the Porsche now. Driving the Porsche, and, yeah. and they have that music going, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I mean, Rabbit gets Rabbit gets down with that girl, right? Oh yeah. Like, damn, gets down with the old girl. Like, she's all. Are, are she German, Austrian, Swedish? Is they're like French, right? Maybe. No, they're not French. British, maybe. No, they were they were talking about the autobahn, so I'd imagine they're hmm. either German or Austrian. You Austrian. Know? And he has his kids in the back seat. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it, Ramathorn. Damn it. <laughs> Oh man, but it's like I mean, these these two characters, the uh, the German dude and his wife. I mean, 
these are very over the top and like so over the top, so sexualized, but it's just, oh my God. It's like, how would you react to people who were like that in real life? You know, <laughs> like how, how would you react to that? Freaking Robert. Like, I, I really don't know. The swingers too. Oh shit. Yeah. They're straight swingers. Like straight up, and she's straight up like going down, like going off on him and shit. While old boys in there watching, like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> we was driving way too fast. Are they switching lanes. <laughs> <or something? laughs> and then, then later on, like uh, Rabbit Thorn and his uh, girlfriend, uh, they have them, <laughs> they have them in their bedroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, they're like, because they happen to be swingers as well, which is which is awesome, awesome. Yeah, we have no judgment here. No, no. If you want to live your life, live your life. Whatevs. You want to put your keys in a fishbowl? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Twenty-three. That Porsche is hot. Are you sure? Rabbit. Rabbit. It's going up now. You can join too if you like. Get over it. What? Pharma said that car is stolen. What? Stolen? Shit. Is there a problem, officers? Hold on. Come on, Thorne, I need this. Look, kid, on any other day, I'd step in here and show you how to swing, but the car is stolen. God damn it. You gotta get over there, and you gotta cover. Do it. You're a highway patrolman. Cut it out. Do it. Now turn that off and step out of the car. This is no problem. Hmm? Put your hands in the car and spread them. Oh, now some fun for both of us. Get back in the car. Rabbit, get over there and cuff her. Up against the car. Ma'am, I hate to do this to you, but you... Would you please put your hands behind your back? Now, things are getting kinky, you know? Love you. Stop. Come on, Come on Arlo. Let's go. Climb up and off a rabbit slap, Arlo. I think that's such a good idea, Thorne. All right, okay. Why don't you just sit in the middle, all right, buddy? I mean, how do you imagine the production of this movie must have been the the first Super Troopers? Hmm. Jeez, I first super troopers was, it, I mean, was it three million dollar yeah like yeah. i said that that's pretty much like practically indie movie level right there yeah. i mean they they, they obviously weren't uh expecting a huge return from this no and it was it was very surprising i mean it it's really because this is a great character driven uh movie same with the second one it's it's all about these uh i mean it's like uh five or six uh, characters yeah maybe more yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's about this assortment of characters who are who make up this interesting little plot line about weed and corrupt cops and yeah, basically shenanigans and shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that's another little meme that kind of came out of Super Troopers was everybody's talking about shenanigans, you know? Shenanigans. <laughs> like, is, is there really a place like shenanigans where there has a bunch of flair up on the... Shenanigans. Like, I mean, mm. it's, it's, it's kind of similar to that restaurant that's in waiting. Like yeah, that's, that's right. what I that's what I like to kind of theorize is that the restaurant is ro- and waiting is actually supposed to be shenanigans from super from super troopers. It is right. Yeah, in a way, it is kind of sort of, or maybe the the restaurant that Jennifer Aniston works at in Office Space. I didn't see that one. Oh, you didn't see no. Office Space? No, I didn't. Oh, we're going to have to do an episode on that. That is a Office great Space. film. Mike Judge is f- fantastic. Uh, yeah, you gotta fucking see that one, dude. I mean, it's very much kind of it's it's not what I would call a stoner film, honestly, or anything like that. It's just more of a really weird, quirky kind of satirical comedy, you know, about working in an office. Discriminating audiences at the Sundance Film Festival have discovered one of the most shocking, unflinching, eye-opening films about cops ever made. <laughs> Do we look like the two dumbest guys in the world to you? Go! Super Troopers. In this town, you don't mess with the law. You know how fast you're going? 65? 63. The law messes with you. Isn't this feeling at 65? Yeah, it is. I'm freaking out, man. Can I please see your license and registration? Perhaps some spunking and cuffing is not on. Ain't It Cool News says funny, funny, funny stuff all over this movie. Double bacon cheeseburger? Double bacon cheeseburger, it's for a cop. What the hell's that all about? You gonna spin it now? No, I was just telling him that so he makes it good. Don't spit in that cop's burger. <laughs> Made me laugh out loud. Long and hard. Another highway cop? What are you guys, multiplying? <laughs> They're not just fighting crime. It looks like spit to you. Yeah. Damn it, you They're fighting boredom. They're coming back, man. does what before using his equipment in the field? They test it? They test it, exactly. <laughs> Damn, that's good! Well, once again, 420. 420, exactly. The the second film now. I mean, the, the first film, I mean, we got into it a little bit. We didn't want to fucking give away too much of that movie either, even though it's been around for, for 17 fucking years. Yeah, but the second one. The second one. Yet, so oh, man. It's really new. I mean, oh, man. It came out the 20th. What is it, like the 24th right now? Yeah, it came 23? out the 20th. We, we went and we saw this straight up first run in the theater with a crowd of people. Opening day. Completely blitzed out of our mind. Like, how, how many... How many bowls did we smoke? Like what? <laughs> a few of them. <laughs> oh man, we were driving. We were smoking and driving and shit, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah, that that's that was pretty crazy. It's been, it's been a while since I've done that. Even you know, just gone to it's gone risky. to town. Yeah, yeah it's it's risky. Risky. It's risky. 
that's why sometimes it's better to just roll like some joints or some blunts for that, you know? Take it with you, throw it out the window. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, or eat it if you have to. I mean, that that's what I used to do back in the day. I mean, me and my buddy, we'd roll up blunts, go to CC's, and then see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's it? that's what would have been even better, gone to CC's. I like their pizza. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's stoner munchage right there, like straight up. Straight up stoner food right there, but but yeah, Super Troopers two. It like we said earlier, it started with a uh, with a Kickstarter because I mean people have been asking them is like when Super Troopers two is coming out. When is Super Trooper two's Super Troopers two coming out? I'll say that twenty times fast. (laughs) (laughs) Super Troopers two. Super Troopers two. But yeah, I mean, apparently, according to Wikipedia, their Kickstarter is, uh, it's uh, one of like the 27th most successful uh, Kickstarter of all time on their on their uh, platform. And it's like the seventh most popular Indiegogo uh, uh, crowdfunding thing as well. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Hmm. I mean, being a Shelf filmmaker, being Shelf. a being a uh, aspiring filmmaker who would look for some, like to get some funding like that. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's your take on that whole thing? Jesus, good for them. Jeez, I wish I can do that. You can. Yeah, yeah it, it's totally open to anybody, dude. Yeah. As far as I know, like anybody can start an Indiegogo or see. I don't, I don't know how to do any of that. You need to show me all that. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get into that a little bit. We definitely want to show. You need to get smarter. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you need to need to inflate your brain. Yeah, starts to hurt after a while. More you know. mo- motivation. Then I get nosebleeds from thinking too much. <laughs> oh man, I hate when that happens. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that just goes to show you. I mean, even um, like even people who have gone to Hollywood and made a movie that actually made a decent return on their on its investment, they still had to kind of struggle to get this move this movie started, you know? Yeah. To even get it off the ground. They had to pretty much go to their uh, they had to go to their base, you know, the the people who made this into a cult uh, iconic film. I mean, they didn't look too bad in the second one. I mean, 17 years had passed. And- no, they didn't. I mean, they they looked a little bit older, but at not, least at least ten years older. Not by much, I mean. and they gave enough of an interesting backstory to kind of explain why they weren't troopers for that yeah. time, and, got and also and also why they weren't uh, cops anymore. Because if you remember, uh, like at the end of the first movie, they they became local cops. Yeah, I mean, oh lord, the uh, <sighs> Mac masturbating with the fucking speeding. Rev's doing his prank. <laughs> Oh, that's that's hilarious, man! Camaro. I love it. I love it. No, that's the, the Porsche. He stole the Porsche. Oh yeah, that's right. And I think he's still going. Wow, 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 wow. He's noosing himself. <laughs> oh god, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, that's that's crazy shit right there. But back to the second film. I mean, the intro to that film. Like it kind of uh, outdid the first one a little. I bit. I thought it was real in the beginning. I yeah, I thought that that's that was really the uh, the path that they were going to go. But of course, you know, I mean, we're not going to say what it turned out to be. But I mean, it turned out to be something completely different, and it it was fun. It was an interesting uh, way that they seeded into it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. totally right. Yeah. 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 We're not gonna spoil it too much because I can't. We can't say. Oh anything. no, no, no! Can we, we can't. We we can't really spoil it 
too, yeah. too much. We it's can at least give early. a general summary yeah. of the plot. I hate like, not talking about it. <laughs> like, apparently, through some weird political dispute, like, uh, a small little chunk of Canada became part of Vermont, and the troopers are rehired, and they're tasked with uh, with patrolling the new territory that used to be Canada. And so they hook up with the uh, Royal Mounties that were originally uh, stationed there, and uh, conflict ensues, you know, other hilarity ensues. Everybody was going to be Mountainies, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. American. Too. Everybody was going to become deputized as American uh, troopers and everything. But, I mean, it still leads to a very interesting uh, very interesting take on the more drug smuggling, but in a, in a very different manner than it did in the first film. In the beginning, where they're switching the signs to the metrics, yeah, the metrics back. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. Yeah, th- there's a lot of jokes about metrics and everything you know, about the metric that was system. Funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. I mean, yeah, there there were definitely Canada jokes galore here. Jesus Christ! Like seriously, it was like all over the place. Like French Canadians, but it, it was never it never felt very mean spirited though. No. You know, like there was de- there was a lot of jokes on America's uh, on America's behalf as well. You know, like the way we eat and our <laughs> <laughs> drink beer, our health, our beer and our health care, health care, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Obamacare. Oh God, oh man, yeah, there was a lot of great uh, jokes to be had there. I mean, I I got love for our Canadian neighbors. You know, I I never really got in on the anti-Canada thing. There is such a thing. I mean, people, you know, like Kevin Heffernan, his character, Farva, like he's pretty much all kind of USA, USA. Rush rush from Canada. Yeah, I think think they showed that in the uh, the trailer. They showed that initial uh, conflict. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, the plot is very funny. I mean, it's not anything to write home about, but I mean, it kind of, brings everybody back together and it uh, gets the troopers out on the road in a somewhat logical fashion and it still manages to uh, push the boundaries of comedy there a little yeah. bit too it's overdoing it <laughs> oh man like there's, there's lots of graphic nudity in this in this movie even more so than the first one like in the first one we do kind of see Farva full frontal for a second oh good <laughs> oh yeah that was uh, interesting, to say the least. We got Linda Carter in this movie. Yeah, Linda Carter was in both movies. I think she played she? the uh, she played the governor in the first movie as oh, well. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Linda Carter. She was uh, Wonder Woman back in the day, back in the seventies. Oh yeah, I mean, she did a, she did a great job in this second movie. There was a lot more of her actually in the second film. And also, uh, Rob Lowe, he played uh, the mayor of the town that they oh, took yeah. over. The guy's an old 80s actor. Oh, actors. man, he was, <laughs> he was great. Like, he he played the Canadian thing, like, to the T. Him and Will Sasso. Will Sasso is one of the Mounties. Oh, man, he's so perfect, Jesus dude. Christ. Like, I knew that that was him, man. I was just like, oh, man, Will Sasso is fucking Three Stooges movie too. Yeah. He's fucking superb, man. He's a great character <laughs> actor, like a great comedic actor. You know, great timing. Like I mean, he he nailed and he nailed the accent as well. Like the accent was over the top, but still very funny. Jesus very Christ. very funny. 
And the characters, the Mounties, they kind of play in, of course, they play into the overall storyline rather well. I mean, I thought it was, it was interesting. Mounties. Yeah, man. It's like, I mean, that was, that was pretty tripped out what they, the prank that they did, which we're not going to get into, but they play a prank on the troopers that is pretty, <laughs> pretty hilarious and very Canadian. Let's just put it that way. Oh, when they stole their clothes and their horses. Yeah. <laughs> and pretended to be Canadian Mounties. Something or like that. French Canadians. Yeah. We don't speak French. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff, man. I mean, the, the whole, the overall energy and vibe in the theater. I mean, it was, it was kind of electric a little bit, you know? I mean, it was like, I mean, it was like a rediscovering the first movie for the first yeah. time, you know? Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it, it was like lightning in a bottle again. Like, I mean, it, it's like, wow. It's it's so rare for sequels to kind of live up to movies like that, especially sequels to uh, iconic cult movies. Yeah, like, I think they yeah. waited too long for Joe Dirt, too. I mean, that, yeah, they did. It's like, yeah. that's that's an interesting little movie in its own right that's got its own following. Yeah. You know? It's weird. It's Same like thing with uh, Dumb and Dumber. If they would have released a sequel like way earlier than they did yeah. like one it would have been more relevant Two, i think it would have been a little more well written maybe it's like 20 years after the, the I first mean, one i don't know in some ways i kind of think that dumb and dumber it's a movie that was better in the era that we saw it than it is now in 96 yeah, yeah it, it was better yeah. in the 90s you know like if, we, if you watch it right now it's just Turns your brain to mush. I kind of feel it's Jeff like, Daniels, great, great actor. Too. Oh, he's wonderful in that movie. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Daniels. Jeff Daniels is great in that film. But I mean, this movie. Like, I mean, we said earlier, it took 17 years for them to bring this to the theaters. I mean, for it to still be so on even after all of that time. I mean, that just kind of speaks to uh, the whole dynamic with the Broken Lizard team. I mean. They've released a bunch more movies since then, and they've kind of developed that along the way. But, I mean, their timing, you know, the jokes that they played and how it was just very <laughs> character-driven. They were on point. Yeah. It was very on point. And that, yeah. that's what makes Broken Lizard's comedy so genius, you know. I mean, it's it's all character, but the characters are all well thought out, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're well established, you know, even... I mean, it makes Im- improvisation a little easier improv for them. acting, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah there, was there a lot of improv in both the the first movie and the, this one? Like, do you know? I really don't know for sure. It would be interesting if there was. You know, I mean, it would be interesting to see some of the deleted scenes from this yeah, from, uh, Super Troopers too. Watch the bloopers. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the bloopers would be fun to check out. Honestly. I mean, these guys, I mean, they look like they're having a blast. Just like on How High, it looks like they're just having a blast making this movie, like all the way. Give you a scene. You come up with the scene yourself. We just give you the props. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Whose line is it anyway or something? (laughs) Something like whose line? (laughs) Oh, man, I missed that show. But yeah, I had the most fun that I've had in a movie probably since I saw Aqua Teen Hunger Force in the theaters. I mean... And that was a movie that when you first saw it was awesome and a laugh a minute. You're just laughing mainly because you're just trying to take in all the weirdness. But this one was laughter because the uh, comedy was very relatable and it was very silly. 
you know, and so yeah, much it racial pushed, jokes, push boundaries. But the, like I said, any all the racial jokes and everything, it's not mean spirited enough to be yeah. offensive or anything yeah, like that. I don't, at least I like, don't think so. Like the first Harold you know? and Kumar, holy capital racial, yeah, thing. yeah, 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 but friendly, it, I guess it's <laughs> like a real friendly racial commentary, kind of. You know, kind of, you know, the non-threatening white kind. Yeah, just, something, <laughs> just something to laugh about, really. Like, yeah, like, so, something like that. I mean, the cast of characters in this movie, I mean, we mentioned Rob Lowe and Will Sasso. I mean, there was also the uh, lady that uh, played the French girl. Oh, that girl that from Entourage or something. I forgot her name. Yeah, yeah. She was from Entourage, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, she was perfect in that role man like she was the karen mcdougall role here you know mm. like i think that's the girl that plays uh homeboy's uh, girlfriend in the first one the lady cop oh yeah you're right yeah i think that's oh, her name i that could chick, be wrong that chick's for the okay that blonde cop yeah the blonde girl freddie got fingered <laughs> yeah that's right she is from freddie got fingered isn't she <laughs> It, it, that's right. She's the love interest in that movie too. She's his girlfriend. No way. Betty. I'm actually tripped out by that. I Betty. just now realized that after Betty. all these years. Oh my god, man! That movie is. We're going to get into that film sooner or later. <laughs> like seriously, that movie is a supreme classic. Like all fucking time classic. Another 2001 film or something like that. Yeah, it came out in the early 2000s, roughly. Early, I think. Yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, other characters in this movie, like we mentioned Rob Lowe, of course. Um, the other two d- dudes that played the Mounties, other than Will Sasso, like Rob they, Lowe were, they were pretty interesting. Rob Lowe was the uh, mayor. He does Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, too. Right? He's been sure on Saturday Night Live, but I mean, he, he was an 80s, actor. 80s yeah. actor. Yeah, he was an actor in the 80s, kind of kind of fell off track. He's one of the know? outsiders. Oh, I remember him. He had a, uh, he had a big uh, scandal involving a sex tape or something. Uh, I, I don't know. Whoa. He's... He pretty much, uh, and also he was in Goodfellas, right? Goodfellas. Yeah, that was him in Goodfellas. I don't know. I'm Rob Joe, Lowe. Joe Pesci. Joe, Ple- Joe Pesci, De Robert De Niro, and Rob Lowe, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, he, he was able to stand up to those guys as far as acting is concerned. It's like, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. Give me a uh, pie, apple. Do you want me to hold the spit? <laughs> Just kidding, officer. Farva. So, um, do you want to dip a size your meal for a quarter more? Want me to punch a size your face for free? Some male figure, I'm his dad. And stop with the whole transfer thing. Christ. You know what? I, I gotta go. Let's talk about this later, okay? Okay, bye. Now, don't give me any lip. It's just a quarter, and look how much more you get. I said no. It's just 25 cents. Hey, listen, guy. He doesn't want it. I can handle this, Ramathorn. I don't want it. Right. Uh, beverage? Give me a, uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola? Do you make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. I don't know what that is. Leader is French. Forgive me some fucking cola before I break Moose fucking leg. All right, all right, relax. But anyway, Broken Lizard, like we said earlier, they've done a lot of uh, movies. Like one of their uh, other much loved 
more cult uh, comedies is, of course, Beer Fest. Beer Fest. I mean, it's a, it was way different than Super Troopers, but it had characters that were kind of very similar to the troopers, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like they're still the same people. What, still the same people, but with different character interpretations. Like Kevin Heffernan, he wasn't nearly as much of an overbearing jackass as he was as Farva. Like, not nearly as much of an overbearing jackass. He had a twin brother, too. <laughs> yeah, a twin brother. Yeah, that's right. He dies in the middle of that movie. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's great. But, man... That one was a classic because of all the great beer games that they played, man. Like there was some some stuff that I know that I couldn't do. I mean, I I, uh, I don't even drink beer as much as I used to anymore. So I know that I I couldn't. I could barely chug a little Pilsner glass. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could I could barely probably shotgun a can of beer. They were drinking from boots. Dra- they, yeah, they're straight up drinking from boots in that movie. Seriously, it's like God damn, man. Freaking big old mug. Size of a barrel. I don't know. No, they're like pitchers. They're straight yeah, up just. There you go. These big old dudes are straight up taking pitchers and just gulping it down like it's a shot. Just Jesus oh, Christ. It's like, what the fuck? And not just any type of beer, German beer. German beer. Strong German beer. You can, That's. If you can drink Yak's piss, you can drink it in there. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that movie also showed a propensity in their movies to have uh, interesting foreign characters, you know, like the German, like the German beer meister in that uh, movie. Like he was a, an intense and almost kind of scary motherfucker, you know, mm. like he was the head of the family that, uh, Oh yeah. Still the beer. That dude, is a, that dude was kind of scary in that movie. Actually. The like when, when they, like when they have their uh, guard taken off, uh, off stage and just shot. Oh, Jesus. Like, that's that's intense, man. Because he let them in or something? Yeah. <laughs> just the conversation, it's all in German that uh, precedes that. It's just like, holy shit. Like, I would be shitting my pants if he was talking to me like that. In, Ger- in German or anything, it would just be like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. Yeah. Now, there was supposed to be a sequel to that movie, right? It was supposed to be, but it was going to be like based on marijuana. Potfest. Potfest. Because Willie Nelson's at the end of that one, right? So that's leaving everybody to believe that's what's going to happen, right? Yeah, that would be so cool if they did a Potfest and then found a way to bring in the troopers as a little joke. That would be fucking great, man. <laughs> Potfest. What would that be like? Just smoking. I don't know. I, I, I'd imagine it'd be Go to either in or Amsterdam, right. you know, since they would have to keep the European thing going. Yeah. It would have to be in Amsterdam, even though there's plenty of legal places in the United States now. Yeah. I guess the competition. It would have to be fest. just, I, I'd imagine, just as clandestine as the original, you know, yeah. as the, the uh, beer fest games. Exactly. But it's like, I don't know exactly what it would actually entail to... Pot, hash, dabs, everything. Yeah, what would entail competing in that? Oil, yeah. Shatters. Shatters, oh my God, dude. Smoke everything. I would just go there just to smoke. I wouldn't even care about winning, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, I don't care. I came here to smoke. Fuck your pride. Shit, I'll smoke in that Cheech and Chong, dude. What's yeah, don't name? care. <laughs> God high. Fuck everyone. <laughs> only got edibles now right? oh man edibles like I would see that as being a challenge like how many edibles can you hold down 
How many sodas? How many gummy bears can you eat? <laughs> Something like that, right? How many gummies? Jesus Christ. It's like, oh my God, man, that would be fucking intense. I couldn't imagine eating that many edibles. No. Like, probably. I mean, you're not supposed to, man. You're supposed to probably be drilling on myself. Yeah, you're supposed to be. You're supposed to take those in very small doses. You know, you got to treat them like doses, like they're medicine. You know, Jeez. like I know here in Texas, they have the CBD oil uh, gummy rings and everything, and you, you barely take take one of those, and you'll feel the effects of that. You know, I mean, it's it's not actual THC, but you know, it still yeah. makes you feel good. You know, it's still takes away any pain it'll make you make you sleepy but but yeah i mean that, that that i could definitely see that being uh part of the uh pot fest games mm. <laughs> i mean i mean that would be interesting if it because i mean i've never really played a whole lot of smoking games you know like i know like played mexican sweat mexican you know sweat. like everybody's every stoner has done that yeah, but yeah. I mean, what other smoking games are there? Like, I mean, there's all kinds of drinking games, like, but yeah, you're right. I don't. I've never really known of very many smoke smoking. Smoke to choke. <laughs> I've never known very many smoking games, like or other than making like uh, doing tricks with your uh, smoke, like smoke tricks. You know, like smoke rings, smoking rings. Yeah, yeah. This thing on YouTube on that. Right? Yeah, there's there's some dudes on YouTube that can do some crazy shit with vape or with smoke vape pins. I'm just yeah. waiting for that vape pen to explode in somebody's mouth. I know, right? Damn, it's like Jesus Christ, dude. That can happen. It totally can happen. Yeah. I mean, that's why uh, most of those vape pens they have a shut off before it overheats. You have to shut that off. But the rest of uh, Broken Lizard's movies, like, they made uh, Club Dread. Club Dread, yeah. That's their uh, homage to horror films right there. That's their horror movie. Like, what did you think about that one as a horror fan? It's been a long time since I've seen that one, really. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that the one where they're all waiters, right? No, that's not the one. That's the one where they're on the island getaway, and they have the uh, Jimmy Buffett-type character with them, and they're all... It, it's got a little bit of a Stomer vibe to it, but, I mean, there is a killer, and it's like an homage to slasher movies. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, man, yeah. I can't believe you've seen that. you haven't seen that. Virgin, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to get that movie, and we're going to have to watch it because it's actually very funny. Like, it has all the guys from, uh, from Super Troopers. In fact, I think it came out exactly after Super Troopers, perhaps. And then the Busted Salmon, that's the one with the waiters that you're – thinking about oh that's the one okay that's a movie that's actually kind of uh, well loved by uh, food service people because i mean it does kind of accurately portray how life is in a uh, in that type of environment in a, in a professional kitchen yeah like waiting like to waiting. a degree has that as well but that's more of a that's a little more exaggerated in some ways waiting you know? still waiting Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Waiting is it's a good movie. I mean, I guess. It's somewhat accurate, but Busted Salmon I, was a little more accurate. Because it's, I mean, it, it was a little more honest in his portrayal. Busted Salmon. Yeah. I mean, plus, I mean, the portrayal of, of people working in restaurants and waiting, it was a little silly and hyperbolized, I kind of think. They have those jokes, too, or those games. Yeah, they had those games, which... That does happen. I can 
I can definitely say that that does happen. And you show your, show your balls. But <laughs> I'll also say that started happening after waiting came out. So it's it's kind of a chicken or the egg kind of thing there. It's like, was that a thing in the restaurants beforehand or afterwards? Like, I couldn't really tell you, but I have seen that before. It's dirty. That's dirty mo- dirty motherfuckers in that industry. That's disgusting. Or like yeah. spitting it and putting hair and lice. And I've shit. seen that. I've seen that before as well. Jesus. Christ. I have seen all of that. Drop it on the floor. Yeah. <sighs> Forgot the five second rule. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it, but it's not nearly as common as you would think. Like in, in busted salmon, like the it was more about the day to day business dealings of running a restaurant, you know. And the types of people that come into play there, like waiting is just more of a satire about the people that the different types of people that work at restaurants. Shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans. Eat at shenanigans. (laughs) Hey, Farber, what's that place you like to go to? It has all the stuff on the wall. Oh, you talking about shenanigans? Yeah, man. I mean, Broken Lizard is a great uh, comedy troupe. They're great writers. Jay uh, Shandrakazar, he's an awesome director when it comes to... Uh, I, I think he directs most all of the bro- Broken Lizard movies. Yeah, you're right. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one behind the camera, and he, he does a great job, I think. He does know how, at least how to frame a shot, you know? I mean, he knows how to keep the humor kind of flowing a little bit, you know? But... Yeah, man, these two films are excellent, man. Like, I mean, it's it, the first movie is just something that is near and dear, just like How High, and that's why we have it on the 420 special. That's why we got high and got, came in here and talked about it, you know. I mean, it's just one of those things that as a cinephile and as a stoner, I mean, we've seen it a bunch of times. Going to see it a bunch more times, especially the especially the new movie. We will definitely that new movie more. is going to be a classic. I mean, you people, you are going to want to watch that movie over and over again. Like I already want to go and see it. Again. Instant, instant classic. Instant classic. I mean, it's very rare that that happens. You know, especially with a sequel to a great comedy like Super Troopers. So, I mean, if you haven't seen the first Super Troopers, which if you haven't, shame on you, definitely check it out. I mean, you're going to have a blast. Get nice and high, you know, of course. And definitely go and see Super Troopers 2. Definitely. What's your What's your final rating on this, on the first, on, not on the first movie, on the second movie? The second one. Was it on the internet? Everybody voted it like a seven, right? Something like that. Yeah, but we're on a five out of five scale. Out of five scale, one to five. Um, give it a four, four point five. Oh, I'm gonna give it uh, a four. Four. Yeah, it was very enjoyable, very fun. Nothing to write home about, but certainly something that if you go to a theater, you're gonna have a lot of fun. When it comes out on DVD, you can put it on with your friends. Get high and have a blast with it. Add it to your stoner collection. Yeah, this is definitely a must-see stoner classic right here. Like, definitely. And definitely check out Bro- Broken Lizard's uh, discography. I mean, it's they've got a... Or filmography, I should say. Mm. They've got uh, lots of good stuff, honestly. So, yeah, thumbs up. It look like spit to you? Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Mm. I feel like a real cop again. Well, I wouldn't get used to it because you know it's not going to last. Bullshit. I'm not going anywhere. All right, buddy. 
Yeah, we're about to get shut down anyway. Oh, uh, yeah? That's a lot of dimp. What do you do uh, if you get transferred? I don't know. I mean, Bobby doesn't want to leave, and I don't want to leave her and Arlo. Yeah, like I don't that. know what the hell I'm going to do. Ah, who gives a shit? I'm about to win 10 million bucks anyway, right? Are you? What are you going to do with that 10 million bucks? And you can't say buy the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'd buy a $10 million car. Yeah, good investment, but I'd pull you over. Bullshit, you could never catch me. Oh, I could never catch you. Well, if you did, I'd activate my car's wings and fly away. <laughs> I got a good feeling about this. Damn it, you burger punk! You son of a bitch! <laughs> So on the next episode of Collateral Cinema, we will be taking on another cult hit. But this one is kind of so bad that it's awesome in every way. Like, it is a goddamn classic. This one's your choice, right? This is my choice. And it is a little film straight from San Francisco by a man named Tommy Wiseau. And yes, I am talking about his amazing shit, piece of shit, The Room, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We are going to check out The Room. This is going to be a monumental episode for us. We're going to have a uh, special guest with us, Mr. Dakota Chancellor. Chancellor. Yeah. He's maybe a, his brother, maybe. Maybe his brother. I don't know if he decides not to be a total... Weirdo. Weirdo. <laughs> uh, we love him and everything, but he's yeah. Yeah, he's quite quite interesting. He'd be interesting on the podcast, he's, I think. He's already a character. Yeah, but they really love this movie. They have a lot to say about it. I mean, we'll have a lot of fun with them. And then uh, after that, after that episode, what is going to be your next choice, Robert? Um, I picked Death Crew. Death Proof. Death Proof. Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. By Quentin Tarantino, part of the Grindhouse duo with Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror. Nice. I actually saw that in the movie theaters. Really? Yeah, the full... I I saw the full, like, four-hour-some-odd experience, you know, with the the trailers, the intermission, like, everything, man. It was epic, man. I loved it. I love Tarantino. Yeah. I mean, that's a movie that has a lot of really fascinating uh, facets to it. Like, I, re- I really look forward to kind of going into that one. Getting into detail with the stunt work. with the Oh, yeah, the stunt work was crazy, man. And, of course, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh, man. Playing stunt man. Jesus. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's definitely <clears throat> one of Tarantino's better movies because it's a true love letter to car movies and to horror films. Looked like a 70s stuntman movie, really, mostly. Yeah. Oh, totally. It was totally a 70s stuntman movie. Okay. But it had that kind of that little slasher edge to it, kind of, because mm. uh, he was like a serial killer. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that is badass. But we're going to get a little more into that in, the, in that episode. And then after that, I don't know, either we could get Frankie on here to make a choice or we can draw from the hat. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We will draw movies from the hat if we don't know anything else to choose. I think we can come up with something. (laughs) We'll come up with something. Yeah, we would just put a bunch of movies into a hat. You know, whatever. That's fun. Yeah, it's all kinds of fun, you know. But we're going to bring some interesting movies to y'all. We're going to bring you an interesting selection different genres we're not we're not just a horror 
yeah. podcast or a comedy podcast. I wanted to stick straight to horror. I mean, mostly. But, oh, yeah. we'll 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 have lots it's of. It's cool. Horror. I mean, no, we're great. We'll have lots of horror on this on this podcast. Believe me, I'm a horror buff myself. We'll definitely have lots of that. You know. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's our at the theater episode, our first one. We had a lot of fun making this. We had a lot of fun going and seeing this film. Definitely go see it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher. WordPress, Tumblr, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on Podbean, you can find us, I think that's it, right? It's Facebook, your Facebook, Yeah, yeah, on my Facebook profile, you'll find me at Bomatix. Bomatix, I'm Robert Oregon, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram too. Yeah, right on, right on. And you can email us at collateralcinemamoviepodcast at gmail.com, and... We look forward to the next episode. Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Hope it's going to be a good one. Oh, it's going to be excellent. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Collateral Cinema out. Collateral Cinema is an L Company production. All music and movie clips are owned by their respective creators. Please don't sue us. We're poor.